Benifer is back. Brad and Jen are friends again. And Paris Hilton is somehow still making headlines. 20 years later, we're living in the world that the 2000s tabloids created. On this series, I'm going to tell you the story of a decade of American life through the trash we love to consume. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Claire Malone, and this is Just Like Us, the tabloids that changed America. Listen on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. Chang Show, part of the Ringer Podcast Network, presented by Major Domo Media. Thank you, Yola Tango. I should be recording with these guys in person, but that is not happening. Hopefully, we'll do something later tonight. Uh, if this makes no sense to you, it doesn't make sense to me either. <laughs> I, I think the larger point, though, Dave, is that we're, we're all in L.A. at this moment. But it's I haven't of, seen you guys at all. I haven't yeah. seen us at all, but we've all been... You know, we're we're getting closer to being all in the same place again. Things are things are happening. We're also eating a lot more. You sent us a bunch of spots that you'd been dining at in the past week uh, for yeah. our Fixer newsletter. Again, I and when I when I was when Chris asked me like, "Have you done anything?" My initial initial response was, "I've done nothing except complain about everything." <laughs> and then I looked at my photos of my of, of my phone. I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess I did go out." There was a work dinner with the meaty team at Parks Barbecue. And then um, where else did I go? Oh, I had another work lunch with Chris Chen uh, and, and our GC of Momofuku at uh, Corner Place. I always think of it at Corner Bistro. It's not Corner Bistro. It's Corner Place in LA. <laughs> so I, I feel like you've talked about it a little bit, but when you mentioned Corner Place, like it didn't necessarily ring a bell. Can you refresh on what Corner Place is all about? Yeah, it's in K-Town, uh, sort of off the beaten path K-Town in L.A. And it's one of the oldest restaurants in Los Angeles. Oh, uh, no, oldest Korean restaurants in Los Angeles, I think. And it's just like a real local place um, where you can get kalbi. They'll, they'll grill stuff for you. But the real signature dish there is the dongjimi guksu, which is a lightly pickled, very effervescent, sweet tart pickle thing uh, with vegetables. It's delicious. It's a very, very, uh, how should I say, a good way to start your meal. But cold noodles is is what it is. It's There's a lot of variations of it. A lot of people put 7-Up in there, dongjimi, and you can use it as a base for naengmyeon or for dongjimi guksu. And it's just so simple, so delicious. It's served with a slice of tomato and some cucumber shards. Probably, probably one of the the best versions of it. So a lot of people know 
of corner place in LA as the, as the cold noodle soup place. Mm-hmm. And I went there and like today I had a meeting too with you, uh, with, with some of the major Domo team, but instead of coming back to see you guys, uh, we came back here. The meeting was at the Soho house in downtown, mm-hmm. um, where the infamous place where Chris Young brought <laughs> Come on, man. the Sonora is- Town burritos. And I, I yeah. <laughs> on my on my front, so like usually I, I you know, I'm I'm probably moving down to LA, but for the last couple of years, I just my trips to LA are pretty surgical. I come down, do a bunch of stuff with Dave eat at Major Tomo, <laughs> then go home. Like, that's my my LA life. I don't get to see a lot. And then this apartment that Dave's talking about is in downtown where we've been doing most of our recording and filming and, and making Recipe Club stuff. And it's around the corner from Sonora Town, my favorite place here. But today I came down and I was like, you know what? For the first fucking time, I'm just, I'm not going to eat Sonora Town today. Like, I, I just, I got to try to eat something else. Like, LA is this wonderland of food. Dave is talking about Corner Place. He's going to all these cool spots. I don't go anywhere. I got to eat something. Circumstances conspired such that I was with my brother looking at uh, places where I might live. And we were in a rush. And he was like, let's go to Allen B's. <laughs> for lunch so did, while you get I missed, bean, did you get a bean burrito like, yeah i got a bean burrito <laughs> so while i missed out on so while i skipped sonora town i still i still didn't escape the burrito but oh my god alan b's bean and cheese burrito you know i'm like i'm i'm davis said many times like i am the world's worst food orderer and there are so many avenues to make mistakes on the alan b's menu because it's like i'm the guy who might just order a hot dog and a hamburger from this place but like, I do not stray, Dave. Bean and cheese, green sauce. That's green chili. That's my move. So that's my only. Nice. That's my only LA dining report. Well, if Dave had come to the apartment, he would have had some of the pies that I got because I haven't eaten that much pie since our big pie month back in November, and I was feeling it today. It was the first time I'd seen a pie since November, Noel. I was surprised that you brought pies out. I was like, oh damn, she's back on. She's back off the wagon. Well, I'm not, I'm eating clean anyway, so I couldn't touch that stuff if I wanted to. Hey, what's going on with that eating clean right now? Did you, did you, did you jump into the Soylent world? What's going on? Give us some updates over there. Well, no. So, so here's the deal. I, I did, uh, cook, uh, udon and tempura, by the way, that was my big meal. Um, what a disaster. It took two and a half hours, (laughs) (laughs) which is two hours longer than most meals you're cooking. Yeah. And another time I, and I bought rockfish at. Bristol Farms, and I didn't cook it the day of the next, and it was ammoniated. So I, I actually fried some salmon. It was a disaster. A disaster. <laughs> I made kakiage instead. I yeah, know. that kakiage looks awesome, though. Was it good? It was actually fucking awesome. It was really <laughs> extremely good. And then I took some of the shitty Trader Joe's frozen langoustines are garbage. They're just rubber. <laughs> but... <laughs> Pre uh, pre cooked or, or raw langus frozen langoustine? They're pre cooked. Um, mm-hmm. And I and I and I and I did like a tempera pancake with them, and they they turned out pretty good because you couldn't actually taste them. Um, <laughs> but I I I, I I I mean outside of that, like I'm trying to eat better, mainly because I had a appointment with a cardiologist. My health has gone to shit the past <laughs> ten, ten days. <laughs> I caught something from Hugo and that's why I burst my eardrum and like, this is the first time I've put, I probably shouldn't put a headphone over my left ear. I'm on all kinds of stuff. And then, 
I saw the cardiologist because I'm turning 45. And the last time I saw a cardiologist was pre-pandemic to get all the tests done. And he's just like, regardless of however it looks, Dave, like you just need to start eating X, Y, and Z all the time. So Oof. now it's not even like, uh, you know, a wheel of constraint. It is now like getting older <laughs> bullshit. And <laughs> now it's not fun in games anymore. It's not yeah, fun in games. It's now like you just, <laughs> he's oh, like, man. you just have to cut out meat for the most red meat, pork, butter, most dairy products. You got to start eating basically Dude. how we were eating before. So Chris, imagine our diet before without it being so strict, but like basically no delicious meats, more fish and uh, mm. olive oil, it's like a Mediterranean diet. Oh God! Do we look like Mediterranean diet boys? So I said, I'm like that. So basically, it's also it seems like more of a Japanese diet thing. So that's what I, I guess I cooked udon, but um, I don't know. That's where I'm at. I, 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 I think I got to cut back on heavy consumption of any meat stuff. God damn! It's time now. We've been we've been putting this Dude, off forever. All of a man. sudden, white hair popping up everywhere. My back, <laughs> my knees. I'm just yeah. taking ear this is all it's good. It's falling yeah. apart, man. It's falling apart. Yeah, and I was like, I was like the doctor, like, why? And he's like, uh, you're, <laughs> it just happens with age. I was you're like, like, why? <laughs> okay. Old man Chang. Yeah. Oh man. So Dave, that's no, my that's go. my lot in life. Let's find yeah. a cocoon. Let's find a let's find a cocoon in a pool somewhere. Wait, okay, before it was nice we knowing we, y'all. Uh, before okay. Let's pull up from this nosedive here because I, I I wanna I feel like we glossed over this really quickly. You know, you sent me this picture of this udon you made. I recognize this kakiage and I started drooling. But I don't think, can you talk about your kakiage and like what we're talking about? I think most people don't know what we're even talking about here. Yeah, I don't even know what compelled me. It was like the Holy Spirit took over my body and said, you're making this. And I was so mad at myself. <laughs> I don't even know what happened. Yeah. I, I made like a Korean dashi with dashi pack. So that was that. And I seasoned it with some fish sauce and some agave. I basically replaced agave entirely with, um, mirin entirely with agave these days. And some momo soy. So I took care of that. For your broth. And yep. then I had some frozen udon and, and, and some dried udon. So I cooked both of those. And then I, I, was, I, 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 had, um, I had this rockfish and then I, I smelled it and I was like, eh, I'm sure it's okay. Then I fried it, I tasted it, and then I was like, no, I can't do it to my own family. So I threw right. that out. And then I was like, oh, I, I was hoping just to have like nice fried pieces of, of rockfish, wild rockfish. Mm. So then I had to like improvise. And I looked in the freezer. There was the shitty Trader Joe's langoustines. And then I had a bunch of root veg, sweet potatoes. I had some string beans, some carrots, some sweet potatoes. And I... I roughly julienned them. When I say roughly, I would have been cooked out of cooking school with my knife skills. Um, <laughs> I was going to ask. I was like, wow, did he bust out the mandolin? What did he do? Just yeah, I did. Rough. There was a crappy mandolin that we have, and I sort of used that. And now I'm really using knives that I never use because I just don't want to sharpen any of them. Um, so, now <laughs> so when they get dull, you just move on to a new knife. <laughs> another dull knife. So it's like a less dull knife. Uh -huh. So... so that was dangerous to, 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 that was a dangerous exercise. And then I just winged it. I put some, um, I didn't have any potato starch. So I put some cornstarch some flour. I put some vodka, uh, egg, one egg, um, some salt, um, and flour. 
and I mixed mm -hmm. it all up and it wasn't so much flour or cornstarch. It's just enough to like bind it together. And then I did a double fry on it. So Whoa. I, um, and not by ambitious. choice, <laughs> not by choice because I was, it was so poorly made <laughs> to begin with. Because you pulled it out and it wasn't done. So it wasn't so 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 done. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. It's just my family. So I was like, I gave everyone like a light, <laughs> light fry. And then I'm like, this is sad. There's so much it's moisture in it. And the reason you would put vodka in it because it evaporates uh, uh, quickly. And the more the, the whole idea of crispiness is like expelling the water as, as, as quickly as possible in the fry. So I, I took it upon myself to do a double fry and then to crank out the heat. So it got nice and golden brown and super crispy. It happened. And it that's when I was like, this is now past two hours of prep. I don't know. <laughs> I, I was so fucking mad. And then I made those rubber, rubber mushroom, rubber <laughs> things that are Trader Joe's langoustines. That's so um, sad. Yeah. And I didn't have scallions, but you know what? I put it together and everybody loved it. It was, it was a genuinely delicious meal, but I'll tell you guys, I have reached the end of my cooking. I, I, I don't want to cook anymore at home. <laughs> All right. I'm so fucking sick of it. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I was impressed. I was impressed to see this. It was it was a shock to see this like composed plate of kakiyaki udon. Looks good, but now it's the end. That was a, that was one last hurrah. I also like Noel that that Dave's <laughs> Dave's family exists in this window between. Mm, I can't serve them this ammoniated rockfish probably, and like eh, it's just my family. <laughs> Fuck it, just like in that narrow window is where they exist. Like I mm -hmm, love this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I haven't even seen you guys. I, you guys are in Los Angeles and we're doing a Zoom call. The whole idea was that we could get together and I I'm know. just like, I got, I can't see until Hugo goes down so I can see you guys after 8.30. It's some real your your energy happening over here. But Noel, <laughs> just to, to, to wrap up our sort of uh, <laughs> eating reports here, you followed closely in Dave's footsteps uh, this week. And... Yeah. Uh, you 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 went to a place a, a very happy place that Dave also went to and you reported back to me i don't know if you're willing to admit this on the air but you reported back to me that you did some pretty good eating at the happiest place on earth yeah yeah i okay can i just say i was imp i was shocked at how good the food was at disneyland so as we know dave went a couple weeks ago hated it your girl over here though went on monday and tuesday Loved two days, two days. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> and Dave, she went with, I believe, zero children. Two days, zero children, zero, zero I, children. Uh, it was my sister's birthday, and she really wanted, she just really wanted to go to Disneyland. So this is our first time going back, like post post pandemic, post pandemic. Uh, so we went to Disneyland on Monday, and then stayed overnight. Went to California Adventure on Tuesday. My body is absolutely broken, but in a totally different way than Dave's. Mm. Uh, honestly, though, I like I used to have my standard plan of this is where I'm going to eat. These are all of the treats I'm going to have along the way between rides. And again, absolutely shocked. I had a fairly low bar for new foods at Disneyland. Wild. Uh, I would say one of the big highlights. So on day one, uh, that was the first time I went to the new Star Wars land 
Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. And there is this very funny, like, cafeteria y place that had impossible foods, kofta kebabs uh, with quotation marks. Very shockingly good. Uh, wow. But they had this cold brew with like a sweet cream and cocoa puffs on top of it. What Delightful. The what the I tried blue and green milk. Green no. milk wins. Just in mm-hmm. case anyone's wondering out there, it's green all the way. Um, and yeah, so that was, I mean, and there was this crazy tostada by Big Thunder Mountain for anyone walking by that, <laughs> I don't know, maybe it was, maybe it was really late. Maybe I was tired. Maybe it was Noel after dark. And I was also the last person in line. So they gave me extra steak. I don't know. But that tostada was really, really fucking good. <laughs> but then, Dude, you missed all of this. You missed all these, these hits, man. <laughs> but then the next day. <laughs> so sad. Uh-huh. I had amazing chilaquiles at the Storyteller Cafe, which was a surprise character breakfast. I, I, I've, I've been, I had chilaquiles there as well. Awesome. Would Great. you characterize them as amazing, Dave? It wasn't no, the this, most amazing. This is this Chris. is where this is clearly now just you need to take everything Noel saying out with a grain of salt. <laughs> Guys. But th- this yeah. is like some Trump Trump level exaggeration <laughs> of stuff. I am not <laughs> saying that these are the best chilaquilas ever, but did I think that they'd be kind of shitty? Yes. Were they a lot better than that? Absolutely. I thought that they mm. were good. Uh, I mean, this is a new definition of grading on the curve. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, they were were the the saddest. This is truly the saddest chilaquiles I've ever seen in my life. What? No question. In a buffet tray. It was sad. It was really sad. You know what was also sad? Just to give you an idea of Storyteller Cafe's... uh, don't worry, uh, parent company Disney, that also is our parent company for Hulu. <laughs> it, it was, regardless of the food, I had a wonderful experience. Storyteller Cafe, you look so good. You're looking, you're looking great. You're looking really good. And, and I, it's just, it was so good to see you. It was so good to spend time with you, Storyteller Cafe. And if there's any idea for like, picture of, of what Noel's talking about. These chilaquiles. Chris, they also have patatas bravas. Potato what is tots. patatas bravas? Mm, I did not see that. Did not oh, see that. See, oh, you know, or, or, or maybe you did and you've already erased it from your mind. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't recognize them as... as so uh-huh. if they have tater tots with a spicy Hellman's mayonnaise that they just whipped with some sriracha sauce, some generic <laughs> sriracha, not in the Hui Foods sriracha, just like whipped it together. Why would uh, you expect the chilaquiles that were probably Cisco tortilla chips with Cisco cheddar cheese with jalapenos? It was with some. uh, No, no, no. We had we had different chilaquiles, sir. Mine did not have jalapenos and there was no cheddar cheese on mine. So nachos. We're describing nachos now. Yeah. Yeah. You basically have nachos. (laughs) Oh, Okay. We can agree to disagree, and we went on different days. So I'm going to stand by my chilaquiles on Tuesday. But surprise, surprise, California Adventure came in strong with some B 
birria tacos over at Fisherman's or Pacific Wharf. Of course, it's birria tacos. <laughs> of course, of course, does it matter? It was really good. Well, really, soon, really soon, soon to be seen at uh, TGI Fridays. Birria tacos. Birria tacos are going to be at TGI. That's a good call, actually. I love birria, but like birria tacos, tacos are... is basically the sriracha sauce of this decade. God, birria is getting so hardcore gentrified. It's amazing. Birria tacos is the new is the next gochujang man. It's everywhere. You're right. Whatever. I'm going to look good though, it. Noel. I will vouch for the picture you sent. Is looking pretty damn good. They were great. They were absolutely great. I had a lovely time. I skipped all of the food and wine options because no need to. But, you know, just a lovely, lovely time. And now back in back to reality here, well, sitting alone in the apartment without Dave with us. <laughs> Promises well, unkept. This is a uh, this has been your deliciousness is in the eye of the beholder segment. I think uh, we should we should move on here. From the Disney Disney debate and get get into some moifs. I don't even know what Great Adventure is. What is that? Is that like Dungeons and Dragons World? <laughs> get out of here! <laughs> did you did you eat a pickle in Disneyland too? No, I did not eat a pickle. Did you have a Dole Whip bullshit hey, there too? I, I did not. I did not I have a Dole, like Whip a Dole Whip this time. But you had no. Chilaquiles, the authentic version. I I never said that they're authentic Chilaquiles. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Well, Chris Yang's up next, next time. For next his time, Disney next trip. time I eat a bag of Doritos, I'm just gonna say this is shelf stable chilaquiles. Bags <laughs> oh, oh, of chilaquiles. I'm up next though. I'm going. I'll, I'll report back on this storyteller chilaquiles. Next time, any of you guys go, bring me. Just bring me. No. <laughs> yeah, you sound not. like a, sound like a we fucking riot. <laughs> well, why in God's name would we want to bring you after your report from last time? I could just bring my dentist too. Just like people Goodness. who will bum me out at Disneyland. I'm sure you want to eat that cotton candy. But you're right, Chris. We we have a lot of moif topics to get through, all from you know our Discord channel. So I'm gonna jump right into it. Ice cream toppings versus ice cream mixins. Jessica Cake. Jessica Ake asks. And what's your Mary Kill of toppings? Jesse Cake, thank you. Or Jessica Ake. Jessica mm. Ake? <laughs> Jessica? Mm. Jesse C. Ake. Okay. I think we've figured it out. We've correctly parsed that name. Your name is Jess Ice Ake. So it's the, the question is toppings versus like cold stone, mix it into the exactly. ice cream. Okay. I'm exactly. curious what Dave has to say about this. You have an opinion about this? I've never had cold stone creamery, so I don't even know what that is. So can't... would you prefer what? your ice cream I've toppings? Never had cold on... stone creamery. Why would I want my ice cream chopped up with shit in it? I could just go get a blizzard. That's like ice cream with stuff okay, in it. Okay, okay. Right? So let's say, let's say I don't blizzard need a, versus... I don't need a razzle dazzle of a choppity chop. <laughs> With like yeah. painting spatulas, okay. <laughs> no okay, way, dude. I just I imagine there's a cold stone. I'm I'm thinking back to eat a peach, and I'm thinking about there's a Dave Chang like character who's just like I know we could sandbag this and make a blizzard, but it's about the, the meaning of chopping it in mm-hmm. front of the customer. This is what it's about. You've got to do it the hard way so you maintain integrity. No, well, now Dave, that's turning forty five, doesn't care about anything. <laughs> He's just like blizzard oh, that God. shit. Other than like, I, I, can't eat, I can't eat like a ribeye steak anymore. 
I can't believe. Let's just okay. No, I'll just let's make a note not to record Dave immediately after he's seen his cardiologist. This just seems yeah, like seriously. a sad time to talk about food. Blizzard, Blizzard or ice cream sundae? Frozen yogurt. I eat God, frozen yogurt. I might. Be I didn't frozen... know that Southern California is the land of frozen yogurt. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So many chains that are the same. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And you identified earlier in uh, or, or back a few months ago in the show, like the beauty of that business model, which is like, oh, I'm just making my own thing. Oh, it's thirty eight dollars yeah. frozen yogurt. It's so <laughs> crazy. You know, it's a lot when you see the eyebrow raise from the cashier. You're like, Oof. again, I what I don't understand about frozen yogurt is how any of it can be considered he- yogurt ish or healthy. Double chocolate cheesecake flavor. (laughs) I don't understand. And then you see all the toppings. I I think all the toppings are, I don't necessarily like those toppings on it. I don't like Reese's. I don't like M&M's. The cold texture isn't necessarily good. I think the only topping that's good in a blizzard mixed in or on top of ice cream are cookies. Hmm. Correct. Any candy gets too hard. The chocolate isn't tempered. Mm-hmm. It's just crappy, right? What about liquid toppings? Mochi, what about your- no, the, the, that uh, uh, sodium alginate spherification of mango, all you know, which is basically you know, you know. No, no, no. no. Oh, you're talking about the little pop ring balls. Talking I'm about? talking about hot fudge and butterscotch and that kind of stuff. What about that? Caramel. What's yeah, it? butterscotch. Yeah. You know the reason why Oreo caramel cookies. is because it's hot enough where it will also still like not be solid, right? I think mm-hmm. butterscotch gets too hard too quick and chocolate gets too hard too quick, but caramel re- re- maintains the heat long enough where by the time you get to the middle bottom portion, it's still like hot and like, like warm. <laughs> so if you're going to a frozen yogurt place, how are you going about the line? Like what flavor are you getting? And what First are you of all, putting on I, top? Cu- I cut in front of all the little kids. What a surprise. <laughs> what a surprise. And any 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 senior folk, they're they get they're too slow. Get out of my way. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, so you push the kids out of the way. You push the kids. Hit, you've hip checked the grandmas the and grandpas folks. out of my way. Yeah, because I'm which, soon to which, be one too. What's your base? And I go straight tangy original. Same, same original. You can't, you can't, all the other flavors are are honestly. Tell me one flavor that's actually worthwhile getting other than that. Because if you are, then why get frozen yogurt? Get get ice cream. I, I feel like flavored frozen yogurts are... I feel like original tangy is delicious. I feel like flavored frozen yogurts are so much worse than their ice cream equivalent. They're so like, bad. Strawberry, <laughs> chocolate. It just is not good. You know? Yeah. Again, in the Democratic Republic of Chang, there's only one flavor. <laughs> This fucking place is becoming okay. And there's only nightmare. one topping. Only one topping. And that's and that's mochi. Mochi, that's it. Just mochi and <laughs> just mochi. Like no fruit? This is no a fruit. lie. This is not how you <laughs> actually make yours though. Maybe yeah, if that was I don't the only want options. The fruit. You don't want like out of season, even though you're in Southern California, Driscoll berries and you know, I don't want that. I just want mochi. That's it. Your actual ice cream, your actual froyo order is original tangy with mochi on it you are becoming an old <laughs> korean grandmother yeah. what the fuck is going on here what is that that's, that's, it. that's it. order. i know well, what, else, what, what, what else would you get you would get i throw some the, oreo the, crumbles in there no on tart oh yeah, no i do, on tart, do it, sir. I do it. 
Mm-mm. I do it. Mm-mm. That's that's disgusting, man. No, I, I do it. I do that's it. I like, love uh, it. When you order a martini, there were you know, olives and lemon. You're like, no mustard. What? <laughs> <laughs> it is a fuck. I'm thinking about this now. Like, I'm just wondering why my proyos have been tasting so weird. It might be the fact that you guys are right. All right. I'm a bad judge. Dave has created a monstrosity. Noel, our actual snack master, compose us your froyo order and you give us the fuck Mary kill because Dave and I are just uh, obviously. No, I'm right. Wrong. <laughs> If it's a if it's a walkthrough frozen yogurt place, it is tart original. It's the yogurt option. I highly agree with that. It's mochi for sure. Strawberry or mango, depending on what's looking a little soggier in the in the tub, because then it's more sugary, or at least that's what I've told myself in my mind. Mm-hmm. And then it's a sprinkling of fruity pebbles, a cereal I would never eat on its own, but with tart yogurt, delightful. Different kinds of textures. It sounds pretty good. Yeah. It brings me back to my big old Pinkberry fandom days. If you ask me nicely, I can sing the Pinkberry song for you one day. But, you know, not today. (laughs) All right. So Dave is killing... What is he killing? Everything. He's killing everything. Yeah, he's killing everything. He's marrying Mochi. Yeah. I'm endorsing, endorsing, you know, uh, ice cream slash frozen yogurt genocide. Jesus Christ, this fucking this non-democratic <laughs> republic of Chang is just getting fucking dark, man. It All is getting the dark choices are there. gone. It's so dark. Uh, you're not having a no wild flings with any other flavors or toppings, Dave? Come on. I know you're, I mean, we, we've, you've, you're just in a cardiologist haze here, post-cardiologist haze, because you were telling us about your boba orders, which are getting wilder and wilder. You don't ever, you don't mess around with any other flavors or toppings at the yogurt place. Tell me the truth. Just no. a just a one night fling with a a little <laughs> no it's a it's a, <laughs> a little leaking powder well, no, I, I, a I, magic I'm shell. A, I'm in a monogamous relationship <laughs> with Mochi. <laughs> I'm telling you, is that okay? Yeah, you married All your right. one and only. Fine, fine. He's you know I'm not Will Chamberlain over there. <laughs> <laughs> Different topping three times a day. <laughs> Hey. All right, so we we found out Dave is a is a loyal and faithful, and I will never to go Mochi. to Cold Stone Creamery ever. <laughs> that will never happen. Okay, I don't. Yeah, okay. I yeah, we believe that you're not going to go there. That doesn't make it. I bad. don't believe that. I, I think actually think that. I actually think that if there's one way to guarantee that Dave will do something, it is for him to say, "I guarantee I won't do something." <laughs> no, at I, some point, <laughs> he will do it. That's the only guarantee in life. You're a big Cold Stone person, Noel. I've got to imagine, right? Mm -hmm. You like the Cold Stone. You had a Cold Stone at home kit. Yeah, that was your dream dream appliance. Kitchen room. Yeah, was a Cold Stone room. No, I, I honestly didn't know of any Dairy Queens around LA. I, I probably just missed them, but there were Cold Stones galore. So I never had a Blizzard until way after having Cold Stone. I don't know. I like the creamy ice cream a little more. I'll say, you know, having spent a lot of time at Dairy Queens recently especially this summer in Wyoming, uh, having partaken in the entire menu of Dairy Queen. It, the, the menu at Dairy Queen, too big, too, too many options. Uh, it's like one of the largest menus anyone's ever seen. If you pull it up, it's just shocking. All the savory items, no bueno. <laughs> all, <laughs> all the ice creams, no good. They even offer a milkshake. Why would someone get a milkshake? I've tried the milkshake there. 
It's not good. <laughs> the only thing that's good there is the blizzard. Uh-huh. And and I think the 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 ice cream cone that's dipped in chocolate that has that like retains the shape. Why would you want to eat that? The one that's like uh it's like coconut oil or something that like a, a low paraffin. Paraffin or it's something. It's like a right? candle. It's like it's the, just the wax. same stuff. Yeah. It's just wax. <laughs> so again, I'm just keeping consistent, keeping everything 100 in my pessimism, misanthropic nature of the show. <laughs> it's just un- unyielding <sighs> pessimism here. Yes. It's just like oh, only like mochi because it's soft <laughs> <laughs> and flavorless. That's the only thing I want. A rumpf. All right, Jessica, Jessicake. There's your answer. <laughs> Kill everything and everyone oh, except for God. Mochi and Tangy original. And he'll never go to a Cold Stone. Unless Cold Stone Creamery, you want to sponsor the Dave Chang Show. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. Let me ask you, okay. What is your opinion, Dave? Do you have any opinion on restaurants that are open 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, maybe 364 days? Do you have an opinion of places of this type? I hope I never have to operate one. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like Veselka, New York, is that all night long? Is that 24 hours a day all year round? Is Veselka always open? I feel like that Um, is. It's open pretty late. Yeah, they close for a little bit. Are you steering clear of a place that's open 365, 24 hours? Or are you like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I don't, I just don't know. It's like when I was younger, I think anything, honestly, anything open is going to be delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, even, even like a 7-Eleven pizza or 7-Eleven chicken nugget, you know, is going to be delicious, but clearly like the best late night eating is in Japan just because you have the convenience store. So if you have Asia, Asia, late night eating street food is just on another planet. It's like the premier league and everyone else's MLS. (laughs) Everything's delicious after 2 AM basically is what you're saying. And no city is better than New York, and at least in America, because of the 27, 24-7 nature of it. But although mm-hmm. in a pandemic world, some things are closing earlier, like bodegas aren't open 24-7 anymore. But mm-hmm. um, I don't when you're hungry and, you, and you're tired, I'll, I'll take anything. This is also true. New York Noodle Town is delicious. Ginger Sky in Lo Mein, very good. Have you, I mean, like, since you've been out here, you know, it's been pandemic times, you're a newly responsible father and your cardiologist says you're not allowed to have fun anymore. Have you done any sort of late night eating in Los Angeles? In my fridge. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> every night in my fridge yes but not out in the world okay i don't think i've had like a like a late night i mean when i was younger cooking you'd save up and you'd have a, a maybe a blowout at blue ribbon in in yeah. new york right and to me that set the benchmark um you know getting oxtails marmalade put that with bone marrow uh delicious oysters delicious foie gras delicious but that's not that's not even they have the great poo poo platter it's it's just not like typical late night food i think for me the latest thing is like whatever's in my fridge and i try to eat it as quickly as possible without any evidence yeah but sambar and and noodle bar were both i was just thinking about like other restaurants of that ilk the like the sort of after the cooks and everybody else has gotten off and they go out to eat like that was sambar and noodle bar for a long time too right like in the beginning early days at noodle bar you said it was that was your only clientele right well late night around 11 30 but we're talking i mean how late are you talking about well, let's talk about that that a little bit. Like I, you know, it's been a long time since like I've I've worked in a restaurant or gone to those places. But like, man, those were that was like beloved stuff. And like, what were, what were you serving at Samba? I think at real Bar? I think real late night eating is is from four to six in the morning. <laughs> Whoa. Sure, that's like real late eating. That's real early breakfast kind of stuff. No, mm-hmm. but like you know, that's like you you've really made a night of it. I would say. Right. Maybe like three, three to three to five thirty. Let's just move it up. Three to five thirty, I think, is real late night eating. Anything else is just like a normal. You're nor- It's just like normal. But I if you endeavor, if you endeavor to actually just push forward to see the next day, right? If you really <laughs> want to live in carpe diem, this shit, then like anywhere eating between like when everyone else is asleep, that is like it. It's like when everyone else is asleep and before everyone goes to work, that's real late night eating. When you can walk into a restaurant that's open and nobody else is there. I kind of, I I mean, like this is not true because like the food that you eat at 5 a.m. is not necessarily gonna, you wouldn't eat it at 2 p.m. and be like, this is delicious. But I sort of agree with what you're saying where it's like anybody who's open and serving food at that hour, like it's right. fucking well, good enough. It's good. Let me back it up. Mm-hmm. Five a.m. is a little too late. I think it's got to be. It has to be dark. It, it, it can't be like dusk. That's just too too early now. In the next uh-huh. day, it's the it's the weird time between like two and four thirty. That I think two thirty to four fifteen. I think is the window. When, actually. when all normal restaurants, when normal people with their jobs the next day would never even think about it. That's what I loved about cooking is that like you basically lived another time schedule compared to everybody else, right? So when you're winding down, people are like getting up. That's sort of what I like. You know what's really good at that hour if you can find it? There's a fucking donut shop that's open. That's a good that's a no, good no, yeah. no, no. Because sometimes you can catch a hot fresh donut at four in the morning and nothing nothing uh tempers the spirit like a hot fresh donut. I like Just your saying. thinking, Chris. Pizza, pizza is it? Pizza is it always? <laughs> Tried to fight the pizza. Yeah, it's pizza or it's a quesadilla at home, made on a pan, not in the microwave. <laughs> well, I don't know how you would have the coordination to do such a thing if you're going out with us. <laughs> when you do it so often, it's second nature, Dave. It's really just second nature. Mm-hmm. No. All right, Noel, do you have a do you have a favorite late night eat to add to this? I feel like you got some secret in there. What do you got? No, that's it. It's quesadillas. That's all I crave. Genuinely. 
maybe Taco Bell if it's still open, but it probably isn't. You know, so I love a quesadilla, but a quesadilla doesn't do it for me at, at three in the morning. I got to be honest with you. Yeah, you know what does it for me? Three quesadillas. <laughs> Can we ask the Discord family just for in general for those that don't live in New York City and those that want to get food delivered, right? They're living in the suburbs or not close to a place that's open, right? What do you do, right? And you're hungry and it's four in the morning and, and you don't want to, you have nothing in your home or your apartment. What do you order? Like what fast food place is open 24 seven? Or close to it. I think it's like Jack in the Box might be one of them if you're in the West Coast. Let me look and see. Can I like set a time if I look on DoorDash or something? Maybe. Yeah. You should be able to. So let's see. I, 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 I know that one time I did when Grace was um, pregnant, I, I, I got pregnant again. And then we watched, we, she just wanted food. And the only thing that was open was like Jack in the Box. And I got that delivered. Mm. And oh. you. And it was so Ooh. sad. And it was sadder than I am now, but we still ate it. <laughs> There's no but like that's uh, the thing. It's oftentimes there's just like some weird thing that is open that usually isn't open. I, I don't. I, I think this might just not be a thing. Like I, I don't think I can order. Like if I'm at my parents' house in in South Orange County and it's three in the morning, I don't think there's any option. I have to go to the all night diner. I can't order. There's no nobody's driving around delivering DoorDash at that hour. Like, that's not a thing. I think that you're shit out of luck. I think this is a luxury of the city. That's my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. We should, let's ask the Discord if people who are living away from cities have an option available to them. Yeah. Um, all of this diner talk is actually throwing us into another good topic or question that came up. Zegan? I don't, I don't even... X-E-G-Y-N. How does one pronounce that name? X A X E G Y N. Jesus. It's Jesus. It's an alternative. It's like when uh, Indiana Jones is trying to pass the test and he's like, but in the Latin alphabet, Jesus, Jehovah begins with an X. Sorry. Um, I mean, uh, Sa- Sasha just crushed it. Waffle House, if you're on this in the South, is truly. Yeah, you're right. You're mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. That that is. True. Yeah, that's the gold standard. Well, okay. So here's here's the next question that came up, which is when you inevitably find yourself at a family restaurant slash American restaurant slash diner. Let's just cut that down to diner. What's the safest food order there? You've never been there before. You don't know what to get. Is it a burger? Is it the pizza? I I don't know what diner is serving pizza. Is it the fried food like wings and fries or is it something else? The safest food anywhere. And I know this because of the golden apple class when I took in New York City. And and, and to get all the extra credit I could get with the health inspectors. It's two foods that they even said, and this is what they stand by. Is pizza and fried foods, anything that's fried. So that's what I would go with. They probably won't have pizza, but they will have chicken fingers and frozen French fries. And that's what I would get. Mainly because if you think about this, um, anything that's frozen is technically shelf stable. Even it's freezer burn, doesn't matter, right? So like they can't, no matter how the restaurant operates, right? It's probably safe. 
Because even if it's handled improperly, you're throwing into a 450 degree fire and that's going to kill most of the pathogens or foodborne illness. And the fact that it's frozen means that like, it's highly unlikely that it wasn't frozen. You know what I mean? Beforehand. So it's like one of the safest things you can have. Pizza is, is the safest. So again, it's not just the diner. Any place I go where I'm like, hmm, what do I get? If I'm in another country or whatever, it's always pizza. It's always chicken fingers and French fries. Can never go wrong. I think it's the sashimi omakase. Uh, <laughs> what? A, okay, that's the food safety perspective. What's the equivalent, Chang, of the hotel club sandwich? Like, what's the like, I don't know if these guys are good or bad. Like, what am I going to eat here? I have no idea if this diner is good or bad. What's your like... Well, well again, the Chris happy. Yang move will, will be like, um, <laughs> you know, Chris I'm going like to get shrimp uh, fettuccine Alfredo. <laughs> yeah, I, I know you. I know you. You're going to get like chicken cordon bleu or something like that. I 100% oh. would get chicken cordon bleu because yeah. who knows? Maybe this diner chef is really. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, Chris is someone that if the menu is in front of us, Noel, we'll be like, hmm, Valencia paella. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, I told you my logic in my head. You guys, like, I feel like I'm, I'm always wrong. I admit that. But in my head, when I see like a crazy outlier on a menu, when it's just like, here are the eggs, here are the burgers, here's the pizza, here's the grilled cheeses, and then there's the Valencia paella. I'm always like, I wonder if the chef here is Spanish and like he's his true calling is paella, and maybe he's just like, I refuse to take this off the menu because I believe in this dish so much. It's just never the case. <laughs> but I have too much faith in humanity. So you know, this is not it's Chris Yang. Like, Chris Yang is, is like, mm, I'll get the Waldorf salad. With <laughs> I know it's a sickness. Okay. But like, okay. Uh, Chris Yang is not on trial here. What is, what is your safe from that perspective order? Like, what do you, what are you like? Okay. I know this is going to be fine. You know me. I just yeah. told you. Chicken fingers. It's just chicken fingers, both from a food safety and a deliciousness perspective. Yeah, yeah. The chicken yeah they're not mutually exclusive here. <laughs> <laughs> and also pizza. I mean, yeah, all right, okay. Safety can also be delicious, guys. I guess that I mean, like chicken fingers is probably right. I was just trying to think if there's anything else like a little more adventurous, but you can't, you can't fuck around with a 24 hour diner like that. Get the paella. Always get the paella. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have one from our Discorder, Eric the Viking, who's wondering. This is all very much tied in. in we a nice we way. like Eric the Viking. We love Eric right? the Viking. We really like Eric the Viking. Yeah. Number one is like we know that name isn't like some run-on name. You know, it's not like some <laughs> different can, pronunciation. We can pronounce it. It might be Eric Theviken. The yeah. <laughs> but we know that, we oh. know for sure it's Eric the Viking. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> Secondly, he brings good points. Great points. Great points all the time. And, and he's cheeky as fuck. A little cheeky. Mm -hmm. I think he's all the things. He's one of our, one of our MVPs. Just want to give a shout out to Eric and the, the Viking. <laughs> Let's the see that, Eric. Let's well, see if you're you know That's what? a lot to you've, you've been so good, Eric. The Viking, you are now Eric the Viking to us. 
Oh, you were, you were once just Eric A. Viking, but now you're the Viking to us. You're the Viking. What, what, is, what is power user Eric the Viking asking, though? Eric's asking, what are the most overrated and underrated national fast food chains? Fast food or just general chains? Let's just do general chains. Okay, fine. General chains. Yeah, mm. I, I, can I just bring up something that's a complete digression on this, but just so we can like make fun of the Ringer Podcast Network quickly? You know, did you did you know that the Ringer, <laughs> one of their first things they've ever made uh, out in the public, was the 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 best fast food item, and they chose the number one thing: the waffle fries at Chick Fil A. I mean, what? It's just like, first yeah. of all, I would never choose what? waffle fries yeah. from anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's the fiftieth best thing Under at Chick Fil A. <laughs> like, what the fuck yeah. is that I, choice? I, I I know it's like look it up. It was it still bothers me. I mean, that's I mean, like, I love you, Ringer. Mm, Thank you right. for the opportunities. But if there's one black mark, it's like how could you have started this whole enterprise by saying waffle fries at Chick Fil A is the greatest fast food item out there? It's crazy. Uh, it's like it's like number two is the Valencia paella at the like diner. Like it's just totally <laughs> bonkers, man. Can we do a can we do a quick draft just so that we can answer Eric the Vikings question? Best chain restaurants. Okay, let's do it. I mean, one fast food. Okay, one uh, restaurant chain. You know, like a like mm-hmm. a mall. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then. Um, what else would be there? Regional? Okay, regional. Regional. Like a Red Robin would be a regional. And then we, let's just do the best fast food item. What we, internally, this th- oh, three, man. three, three man, woman, three people vote. <laughs> this three, this, our band is called Three Man Woman. <laughs> <laughs> we do covers of th- Third Eye Blind. <laughs> Blind cover band is called Three Man Woman. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> All right, you want to just throw them out there? I got some. I have. I have I'm going to lose this. I lose every draft. I just want to get going because I'm going to lose. You can go them first. Out. You can go first. You have first pick. All right, in the uh, national chain restaurant non fast food category, I choose Cheesecake Factory. Oh, that's the best one. <laughs> Congratulations on the first pick. You did well. Uh, who wants to go next? Dave, what do you got? Wow, this is very difficult. Very difficult. Um, oh, I know how to round this out, by the way. Also pick... he uh, Eric the Viking's asking for most overrated, too. So let's also pick a bad one on your, on your draft. Mm. Overrated uh, uh, fast food franchise. I'm going to say Little Caesars Pizzeria. Oh. <laughs> the best overrated one good because like I, I don't i don't understand it uh-huh i don't understand it i would much rather i'm going to choose my regional right i'm going to say most overrated little caesars best regional chain jet pizza where's jet pizza jet pizza is that by There's you one location in new york no it's a detroit michigan mm-hmm. chain very very good uh, Noel, what do you got? Throw something out there. And I just, I, I, basically the people of Detroit, Michigan, that area can't get mad at me because I just trashed Little Caesars, which is like born in Detroit, and I chose Jet Pizza instead. <laughs> so I, I have my bases covered here. <laughs> uh, 
Uh-huh. Ooh, I have another fucking chain that I love. Oh, man. These are all just one each. Oof. Uh, I guess I'll pick... I don't know. I guess I'll pick Domino's. That's fast food, right? As your fast food, okay. Boring. So boring. And un- <laughs> I have clearly, three different ones. Clearly, someone doesn't want to play this game, Chris. Fine. Fine. <laughs> I'll take Taco Bell, my actual favorite one. That's your favorite fast food one? Oh, no. Yeah, that's going to be my overrated fast food. Oof, I have I... a close second, but no, my favorite fast food is Taco Bell. Mm. Okay. Sorry. My favorite fast food national, sweet green. <laughs> I knew he was going to say this. I knew he was going to say this. Wait, but Noel was at the hot corner. Give us another one. Oh, um, okay. My regional chain is Islands, which exists in Southern California. A very funny Hawaiian-themed burger restaurant uh, with amazing fries, mm, fine burger, awesome desserts. It's islands for me. Uh, and then Dave, you took, what did you just take? Sweet green is your fast food. <laughs> Sweet green in my fast good. food. Got to remain loyal to Sweet Green. I got my pivot now. I'm going to go regional. I'm going to be at disagreement from these people. Zippies in Hawaii is my regional choice, which I love. I just love that Zippies exists. And then my fast food pick is going to be Popeyes. Ooh, that's mm, nice. Man. What a disaster by me. <laughs> you, you rushed to make sure you got sweet cream. <laughs> yeah. And I you feel like Larry David here. I, I voted for the wrong person, but I, I had no intention of doing that. You left Popeyes on the board, man. I know. All right, back so, to you. So, Fill it out. So, so, so far, you have your over, you have your sweet cream, you've got your pizza. Jets Pizza, and you have your overrated Little Caesar. So all you need to fill out is your actual chain restaurant, chain sit-down restaurant. God, this is hard. No, 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 no. I am, I'm going to go with uh, chain restaurant. Benny fucking Hanna. Fuck, look what I just typed to you in the chat, too. <laughs> oh! <laughs> You're fucking dead on with that one, man. We're simpatico. And I, can I just add on the best regional? I do, I do believe that Burgerville in the Pacific Northwest is the best burger local regional burger restaurant chain. It is truly fucking amazing what they do. Burgerville. So you're t- you're gonna stick to Jet? You're not gonna do you want you want Jet? Over well, I have to say, Jet. Uh, You're just trying to bounce uh, out. That. Let it for let it be known that I I'm enthusiastic about Jet Pizza because I don't want to piss off all the D- Detroit people <laughs> by trashing Little Caesars. I feel like you may have just clawed your way back into contention with that Benihana pick, though. Fuck yeah, Teppanyaki. Yeah. Holy shit, that's true. Chain. I mean, no one's gonna say Red Lobster. No one's gonna say Olive Garden. No one's gonna say Buca de Pepe or whatever that place is called. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> TGI Fridays, Bennigan's, Pikachu to Beppo. What uh all right, so what's left? We just have to do a best item overall. Noel, you got a best overall oh, chain no, I, item. I also still have national restaurant. Okay, okay. Mm. I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna go fancy today. I'm going Houston's Hillstone. This is my national restaurant chain. It's not really national though, is it? It is. <laughs> The map shows stars across the country. I feel like that's national enough. And what is your and what is your 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 single item pick? Oh, I haven't gotten that far yet. I need to think about this one. 
Well, clearly, clearly, Noel's choosing a pick for the bourgeoisie of our audience. <laughs> <laughs> Hillstone, yeah, where your taking, check average I'm is taking... like eighty eighty-five dollars a person. Well done. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. I'm taking the Chris Yang approach this time around. Hey, hey, hey. I'm a change I'm... man. My national chain restaurant is Tiffany and Company. <laughs> I love the champagne they give me when I walk into the store. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> What's your item, Noel? I I don't know yet. You have to come back to me on that Dude, one. Dude, you got a national item? Well, it's clearly it's red beans and rice. Popeyes done. The fact that the ringer did not celebrate that didn't even make like the list. Is is, is like makes me wonder what are we doing with the ringer. <laughs> Uh, I think that mine <laughs> might be something that was ranked by Men's Health Magazine as the worst appetizer in America. The Chili's Awesome Blossom. <laughs> this is my well, Chili's one. is good. Chili's is a strong a fucking awesome blossom. That's my national. Oh, you item. don't want another one? Uh, we also uh, Outback Steakhouse is a good national chain. It's, yeah, Outback. They have the same onion thing, right? The deep fried onion with whatever, with yeah, like fat, should, fat I sauce. I feel like we need to do. I know this was like uh, off the cuff, but I feel like we need to spend time to do a proper one. If we did a grocery draft, we sort of have to really do this proper. No, this because is when I have so too much, much time to think about anything, you know what happens. <laughs> like this is the only way I know how to play. It's off the cuff. If I have too much time to think about it, I'll just be like, you know, the best place to eat is the garbage can outside of your house. <laughs> so I think we should probably let this uh, be uh, Discord community participate in this. I think we could do a voting on Discord mm-hmm. on different stuff. Um, my item is uh, it's not just me. Like from- anyone can in participate. Anyone can participate in, yeah. in Discord in this. Oh my God, you yeah. just choose Panda Express? Did I fuck that up? Yeah, I picked orange chicken from Panda Express. me. God damn. Fucking shit. That's really good. That's really good. Uh, Okay. Why? so sad. I was like very resolved to the fact that I would lose this draft and now I'm feeling pretty good. Fucking feeling, Wait, okay, does, everybody like have, play again. does everybody have one of each thing? Okay, so Noel, well, your fast food is Taco Bell. Taco your national Bell. restaurant chain is Houston's Hillstones. Your regional chain was... Islands. Islands. Your best in class item, orange chicken from Panda Express. And no, your, no, no. It is a, is the salmon cornet from Thomas Keller. <laughs> oh goodness! Is the wrapped in, wrapped in gold leaf? It's the Gougere from Bouchon <laughs> Bakery. Yeah. What is your bad restaurant or overrated again? Oh, my overrated restaurant. I don't know, like Subway. I guess I didn't mm, pick one, but Subway. I'll go with Subway. The redo on this would be actually pretty interesting because now that you're thinking of it, I think the best chain clearly is Nobu. Yeah, now that we're thinking, now, now that we've now that we've raised the check average limit to yeah. two fifty a person, because Nobu is a demigod. He is the greatest. He's just the he's the, the fucking Michael open, Jordan. Like, he's a he's a fucking yeah. It's unbelievable. He's so much cooler than anybody that's ever been alive in cooking. He's the best, the greatest of all time. He's been goaded for so long that people have forgot how fucking amazing he is. I love him. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. 
just to like be able to churn those out and like have that quality unreal. What was your fast food pick? His fast food sweet, pick sweet was Sweet Green. green. National oh, restaurant yeah. chain was Benihana. Fucking Benihana. Regional chain Jets Pizza in uh, Michigan. Red beans and rice from Popeye's is best and best item. Overrated is Little Caesars. Mine is, what the hell did I say? Popeye's, Cheesecake Factory, Zippy's, Awesome Blossom. Yeah, you're, you're going to lose two. I'm going to lose two. And then Noel, well, what a surprise. I didn't pick a bad one. I no, think my bad no, restaurant no. is going to be, my my bad restaurant is going to be Arby's. That's oh. my, my, my You don't overrated. like the roast beef? God, dude, I just feel like it's food poisoning waiting to happen. Their sourdough bun that. is really good. I can't believe that that's true. The big Arby's Montana. is pretty good. Maybe I just haven't been. Maybe I've only, maybe I, I swore it off after eating, after getting food poisoning too many times. Are we allowed one swap? Yeah, so do it. No, You're gonna, no, 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 no. no. I'm, not Get playing, out of here. I'm not playing Dave in this one. This is, no, okay, no, we've no. gotten, we've gotten way over. Let's, we'll take this to Discord and we'll revise this list. Let's, I mean, Dave, the real thing is like, we're doing this draft thing, but what we really need to do is <laughs> the ringer made their definitive list that put waffle fries on top. We need to, Put this out there and then come up with our own list and not just have three disparate loser lists. One definitive list is what we're going to come up with out of this. I like, are you saying that this is like a coalition? This uh, this is like, (laughs) this is a coalition of the willing. Are you saying that this is, (laughs) this is like you're cobbling together um, one body, like, like our forefathers did in this country? Yeah. No, it's like, I'm saying we're, we're like George W. Bush and we've got a coalition of that is willing to invade a country of us. Canary Islands <laughs> and like Guam. That's what we've got on our coalition here. All right. I, I'm digging this. I'm digging this. Okay. We got to make the best of the, the best of the best. Our own. Can we get this done by next week? March Madness. Yeah. Let's, let's put this out yeah. to the discord. Let's put our, put our, we'll let them know our picks ahead of time in the podcast and we'll, we'll get some suggestions and we'll make our own fucking subjective list of the best and the worst. Thanks again to Eric the Viking. Fucking and we're going to say the, the best is clearly going to be our list. The worst is the ringers list. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 listen I, to everyone listening. Sorry if I'm I'm like super grouchy, <laughs> but I'm in so much pain. My back is fucked. My ear is fucked. Everything's like oh not God, so buddy. nice. Get some yeah. rest. Uh, this has been the Dave Chang Show, formerly part of the Ringer Podcast Network. <laughs> Just now booted off. Um, give us five stars. This is the best one we've ever done, I think. The best podcast <laughs> we've ever done. <laughs> Create our whole body of work, not one episode. <laughs> yeah.